you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. guys welcome back to violating community, community guidelines. guidelines featuring bernie broski and Sir sour mm-hmm. and what are we talking about today today is the long-awaited i say that every single episode mm-hmm. the long-awaited you've been waiting so long parasocial relationships yes i feel like anyone who's ever been online has some form of a parasocial relationship with some person yeah just because of the nature of the internet and mm-hmm. how we grew up I mean, recently we talked about British YouTubers. Yeah. Very much had a parasocial relationship with them. And before we get into this topic, if you don't know what this is, we'll get into it. But I just want to say for those of you that are chronically online Mm -hmm. and who may or may not have a parasocial relationship with the both of us, I want to kind of give a disclaimer that for some of this, we're going to be talking about it negatively in the ways where it can get dangerous, you know, swatting and why Jenna Marbles left the internet and all that. Well, I guess that's different, but like mm-hmm. showing up to people's houses and things like that. That's when the parasocial relationships get incredibly weird. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about that, but by no means do we want that to reflect on our audience. We don't view the majority of our audience as being the toxic weirdos. We understand that that is a very small percentage, but it's the small percentage that ruins the fun for everyone. You yeah. know? So I think any social media person that you talk to or, or have this conversation with, they're going to say, you know, yeah, I've got some weird fans, but that by no means reflects all of y'all. Yeah. So, and there's also, I think, it's very harmless Mm -hmm. having a parasocial relationship with someone. I'm very, very guilty of it, but there's a line Mm -hmm. and some people cross the line, you know, by Googling their address, showing up to their homes, contacting their family members, things like that. Yeah. Let the celebrity or the entertainer be the entertainer and let the fan be the fan. Those lines just get crossed on the internet. And that's a, an unfortunate reality that, people in our position have to deal with that traditional celebrities, maybe not so much. Yeah. Because there's that line of, you know, you have to go through their manager, their agent and social media has just blurred the lines everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to get that out of the way. This is not a, we're ungrateful or this job is so hard. Shut the fuck up. That's obviously not what we're saying because this is relatively one of the easiest jobs, Mm -hmm. but it gets, it can get dangerous. And so that's what we really want to highlight because there are so many examples of it. And uh, with that being said, let's get into it. 
All right. So parasocial relationships, sometimes referred to as a one-sided relationship, are illusory uh, psychological relationships experienced by fans of a celebrity or public figure, such as a streamer or content creator, in which the fan considers the person their friend despite having limited or no actual social interactions with them. Yeah. So, I mean, like, a lot of people are like... I know you're not supposed to, like, say that you love your fan. I mean, you can say that you love your fans. But, like, I've seen, like, so many YouTube videos, like, where like a, like analysis of, like, because then that sort of, like, speaks to people. And now you're like, I love you, too. Like, that sort of thing. Right. But, yeah, it's a weird blurred line because some people cannot. Um, they take it very literally if you say, like, right. I love you. So, um, but that's also a very small group. But also it could be dangerous group. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The history, the term parasocial relationship, was first coined by Donald Wall um, in a 1956 study by himself and Richard Wall, where they studied the interactions between media viewers and media figures, finding evidence of people acting as though they had real relationship with figures they'd never interacted with. When you put it like that, it makes you sound crazy. Yeah. I don't think it's, this is an incredibly simplified study from 1956, (laughs) because if someone were, if someone said that to me about like me and Maddie Healy, I'd be like, hey. Yeah. Hey. But <laughs> I, just, I get it. Yeah. It's like, um, I feel like it's so casual. On the Kardashians, when I do like watch it, there's just people that show up in their backyard sometimes and they're like, security, can you get that guy? Like, it's so normal. That is so actually genuinely creepy because I mean, they are celebrities, but you can't, they are also women. So like, mm. people like showed up to like James Charles' house and it's like, you're, you don't understand. A famous celebrity woman. <laughs> yes. This is a vulnerable person who lives alone. Like, yeah. what I don't understand. Like, even in, well, actually, I do understand. Like, when your mind, when your mind plays tricks on you um, because I hear things at night and I smell things in the morning. Um, No, but so, um, yeah, like, uh, fuck, what was that thing of, um, you know what, I'll remember it. But parasocial relationship. Well, it's uh, what you were saying of, you know, having a stalker Mm -hmm. as a famous woman is a common thing. Mm -hmm. Kendall Jenner has one. Billie Eilish has one. It's just like, and it's, it's, it happens enough. I mean, Tana Mojo's famous stalker story. Yeah. Now, is it true? We don't know. Yeah. Okay. But it's that thing, too, of of just it is so scary being a woman in general mm-hmm. or being a femme presenting person in general. Yeah. That on top of that, you add a little bit of fame, you add a blue check mark, and it's just like there's something to be taken from you. There's something that yeah. you could give someone else. It's yeah. just scary. People are delusional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's... um. Fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what was that thing? I've literally had, like, someone, like, grab my arm. Like, but not, like, I mean, it was weird because, like, I'm, like, in any other normal situation, you wouldn't grab anyone. Mm-hmm. But there's this, like, thing in their mind where they thought that they knew me. Yeah. Like, but in a less scary one, I've literally had, like, people, like, um, like come up to me at a club and be like, Sarah, it's so nice to see you. And I'm, like, I'm, like, I love that. But I'm also, like, I, the way that you said it made it sound like we're old friends. Yeah. And I'm, like, hello. <laughs> you. You. I've missed you. Yeah, I miss that, those bangs. Um, I get real good at that. When yeah. People are, like, Brittany's so good to see you. I'm, yeah. like, it has been so long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, you were talking about something online and someone mentions it to your face. So, like, how's your sister? And you're, like, what? <laughs> I know. You're like, oh, fuck. I, I I do talk about my sister a lot, but like it just feels weird if you were like to approach anyone yeah. about their sister. Like, because of the nature. I mean, th- what this literally means, parasocial, where it's like they know everything about you yeah. and you don't know them from Adam. Yeah. You know, you've never met them. Mm-hmm. It's cool, I will say, to have that. It makes me feel personally very seen. It yeah. makes me feel very loved. Mm-hmm. But it's 
awkward because I don't know how to reciprocate. Yeah. And so I think that's where the celebrities or the entertainer makes up for it by saying, and I love you too. Yeah. Because I love the way you make me feel and I love your support. I love yeah. the fact that I have positively impacted you mm-hmm. to the point where you love me like mm-hmm. a friend. That is something incredibly special and it's very unique to the internet. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the flip side of that is, you know, I don't know jack shit about you. Yeah. I've a there was like this Netflix series like it's called I am a stalker and I watched it mm. and I I've, I've none of them are like people who stalk celebrities. It's like people who stalk like their ex-partners. Oh. And it's like a control thing. I don't know if that's the same. Is it a control thing for like people who like stalk like social media people? I don't think so. I yeah. think it's an obsession. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So parasocial relationships have been a continuous subject of study since being coined, including a 1987 study by Rebecca Rubin and Michael McHugh and a 2009 study by Amanda Lakin. Um, unlike parasocial relationships, which extend beyond a single uh, media interaction and psych- Oh, yeah, I was thinking of um, the guy who shot the president. Oh. He was trying to impress... Um, you're Bradley. Mrs. Lincoln. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, the guy who shot um, JFK. JF, no, not JFK. <laughs> He's trying to impress the wife. No, the guy who shot Reagan. He was trying to impress, not Mia Farrow. Vera Bradley. That's no. the Paisley Lunchboxes. <laughs> I know, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> he inspired the next design. Guy who Blood shot sheet. President um, released John Hinckley, but he was trying to impress. Um, fuck, fuck, fuck. Who did he shoot? He shot Reagan. He didn't die. Oh, it was... Was Reagan actually shot or was an assassination attempt? I don't actually know. I know that he died years later from something unrelated. I don't know if he was actually shot. Wait, Hankley... He was trying to um, impress Jodie Foster by shooting the president. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine Jodie Foster, like, opening up a newspaper and being like, that's so fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. God, I want him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, I... Again, like you have to be a little bit um, unwell mentally to like get to the point where you're willing to shoot a president. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine an everyday citizen being like, I'm going to take it upon myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. No one else is volunteering. <laughs> Everyone's thinking it. I drew the short straw. <laughs> you're forcing my hand yes. here. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking of. Um, uh, unlike parasocial relationships, which extend beyond a single media interaction and a psychologically and psychologically operate much like a real life relationship, parasocial interactions take place exclusively while interacting with a persona via media and psychologically resemble real life face to face interactions. I wonder if like, um, do they like talk to? I, I mean, like, I don't know. Do, when we ask you guys questions, I know we ask you to like write them down, but do you like respond out loud? Like, do you do you talk? I bet, I bet some of y'all sickos do. Yeah, I am guilty of that. Yeah, I used to listen to Redacted Crystalia. Yeah, I used to love the Crystalia podcast before he just went batshit. Um, and he would have hot takes and yeah. points, and I would literally have to pause the podcast and like talk out loud to myself and be like. No. Yeah. Or like I would disagree with him or I would, you know, I have like a point because it's something about yeah. you want to contribute so bad. Yeah. You, God, I wish I was just in the room with them. Yeah. I know that's probably how a lot of, I mean, that's how I feel watching Tiny Meat Gang. Yeah. I'm like, I I have a quip. Yeah. Like, Give me the mic. Give me the mic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I think that that's part of it. Mm-hmm. That at least if you don't do it out loud, it's at least in your brain. Yeah. I think the most I talk at my screen when I'm watching something is I'm like, someone's a fucking idiot. Or like if someone mm. posts or like. You know, but that's pretty much it. I don't, if no one ans- like asked me a question, I answer it in sincerity. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done, I have, I have done this. I have. <laughs> oh, <my Me>? God. Yes. 
example, if you feel like you're one of the gang while watching the characters from Friends spend time together at the Central Perk, you're experiencing a you're experiencing a parasocial interaction. So it's actually quite easy to have a parasocial relationship. Um, yeah. Um, if you continue to think about Rachel, Chandler, Monica, or one of the other members of the group after you finish the episode, maybe even reference their behavior on the show as if there's someone you know, you formed a parasocial relationship with that friend character. Yeah, Chandler was telling me this thing the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Chandler from Friends? Oh my You're god. You're friends with him? <laughs> no, I was just watching Friends. Oh wait, that actually makes me think like, do you think that anyone has ever like we've told a funny story on here and then someone like has been like, Hey, so my friend Sarah, like they lost their virginity at church camp. Do Definitely. You think, really? Definitely. How common do you think that is? I probably not that common, but also the human mind is so still <laughs> you said something the other day that made me <laughs> You called someone a stupid shithead. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, the human mind is such a stupid shithead mind that you won't remember where you heard it. Yeah. But all you remember is that you heard it. Yeah. It's the same thing of you remember how something made you feel. You yeah. don't remember what was said. Yeah. I think that that probably happens where it's like, oh, my God, my friend the other day was telling me that. And it was us. Yeah. Because they're listening to us like we're their friends. Yeah. So I think that that def- I've, I've done that. Yeah. Like a lot of it's a weird thing yeah. to be in the perspective to have the perspective of both a fan and a creator. Yeah. Because first and foremost, I'm a fan of yeah. Internet people. I'm a fan of musicians. I'm a fan of actors. I'm a fan of literally everything. And then secondly, I'm a content creator and I receive that fangirling. So it's a weird headspace to try to be in both places at the same time. Where I, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've literally been like, or I've taken someone's opinion and used it as my own. Yeah. Maddie Healy says something insightful. I'm like, you know, well, actually, I was yeah. reading this article the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I wasn't. But, I but to preface it as my friend Mad. Right. Yeah. That is different. Yeah. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Um, so, uh, in addition, the concept of parasocial connections have been extended by media psychologist Gail Stever. Love her. To, yeah, um, to include parasocial attachments. Based on the theory of attachment, attachment origin attachment originated by Baubly, uh, which includes the deep bonds formed between caregivers and children. We, we breastfed you all. Um, <laughs> we breastfeed each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as well as between romantic partners, parasocial attachment happens when a media persona becomes a source of comfort, felt security, and safe haven. 
Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, comfort creators. Yep. That is true. The world is horrendous. I do have comfort creators, so I guess I do have like a... Who are some of yours? Um, fuck, I can't. Now, well, I, now I Put don't... Put you on the spot. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit. I've actually... I don't watch YouTube. I actually don't know what <laughs> don't that is. Know. Oh, no. I mean, I don't want to like say it now. I feel weird, but like... Well, this is... Uh, actually, I rescind my question yeah. because... I hate when people ask me that because what if they get canceled? Yeah. And now I'm on record being like, I love this person. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Um, yeah. I feel We were on tour. We actively are on tour. Mm-hmm. And we do meet and greets and people tell us that at, without fail every single show. Yeah. And I get it. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe. I get it. Where, especially as a video podcast, to put it on in the background yeah. while you're cleaning your room, doing the dishes, whatever. You feel like we're in the room with you. Mm-hmm. And we are. Turn around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm we're, naked. We're in the window just like scratching. <laughs> <laughs> we're cold. Let us in. <laughs> Nipples pressed yeah. against the window pane. Oh, God. <laughs> Freshly suckled for breastfeeding. Just pressed up against the glass. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to feed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I'm dry. Um <laughs> not lactating currently yeah. oh didn't we have a we i was speaking of tour we had a fan come up to us and said that they lactated as a baby or something yeah 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 or their husband lactated or something oh, yes you guys are so fucking weird your mammary glands <laughs> overact yeah my boyfriend's got some overactive mammary glands her boyfriend's like what? <laughs> that was, it's between us dude i know that i should think this is a beautiful thing but if you look up what like inside of boobs actually look like, it's terrifying. It looks like flowers, but like I have uh, tryptophobia, and I just like it oh. looks disgusting to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, personally, I know it's not actually disgusting. It's beautiful that you can create milk, but I'm like, that is just foul to me. Foul. Yeah. yeah. One mm-hmm. thing about the human body, it is foul. <laughs> yes. Especially mine. <laughs> There's a theory of attachment. <laughs> attachment theory focuses on relationships and bonds, particularly long-term between people, um, including those between a parent and child and between romantic partners. Like parasocial interactions and relationships, parasocial, parasocial attachments function similarly to att- attachments in real life. Therefore, an important component of parasocial attachments is proximity-seeking. Oh, yeah. That's why they want to come hang out with you, because they want to be close to you. Hang out with me. Well, yeah, the like parasocial interactions. They like um, parasocial attachments function similarly to attachments to real life, and therefore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, can you imagine like a anxiously parasocially attached person? <laughs> Why would they respond to my comments? Well, will you please hang out with me? Who are you? Yes. Who are you? I would also love to see like an avoidant parasocial attachment, like <laughs> where you just avoid the. Actually, you avoid the creator. Yes. <laughs> they don't know that you are. Yep. Yes. I do that. Yes. I did that to Harry Styles and I <laughs> fucked around and found out yes. and it was awful. <laughs> um, however, mm-hmm. instead of direct interaction, the proximity in parasocial attachments is achieved through mediated means, such as watching and rewatching particular fictional characters in a movie or TV show or keeping up with media personalities, social media accounts. Yeah. We're media personalities. I would. That's honestly probably the best title to have. <clears throat> We're the Wendy Williams of YouTube. Yes. Two of us. Yes. <laughs> we look just like her, too. My breasts are huge and my <laughs> legs are thin. <laughs> yes. It's actually the opposite. <laughs> thin boobs. I'll t- I'm Peabody shaped. What does I'll that mean? Peabody. Like the big award? Old, big old tits and. No, pee. <laughs> P- oh, Peabody. A Peabody. Yes. <laughs> I thought you meant like the award. Wait, wait. Peabody what, and Sherman. What does a Peabody award look like? Do you remember Peabody and Sherman? Uh, no. 
You have to Google it. A Peabody Award is a little coin on top of a pedestal. What is the Peabody Award for? Um, the Peabody is award for entertainment, documentary, news, podcast. Oh, we could get a Peabody. That's actually Pe- crazy. That's actually sounds illegal. <laughs> Holy shit. It honors excellence in storytelling that reflects the social issues. Oh, my God. Imagine us like nominated for a Peabody and there's like all these podcasts like interviewing people who like hiked across like the Alps. And then there's like a clip of us. Yeah. Being just, like, <laughs> and then furries actually fuck with and they yiff. Actually, yes, they do yiff. Yes. Fart in unison. <laughs> and that brings us to our next topic. Breastfeeding. Thank you so much for sticking yes, with us. Yes. Not our sponsor. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Peabody and Sherman. Remember this movie? No, I've never seen that before in my life. Ugh. It's a dog with uh, glasses and then a boy with glasses. Yeah, and Mr. Peabody is the dog, and he is so slay. Do they have the same prescription? Looks like it. Okay. Morby um, Parker. <laughs> Morby Parker. <laughs> <laughs> so how do parasocial relationships form? Like in-person relationships, parasocial relationships start with a media user when a media user meets and gets uh, acquainted with a media person. If the persona makes an impression that causes the media user to think about them beyond the interaction, parasocial interactions can lead to a parasocial relationship. Imagine this, but and not positive. Yeah. Like, you watch something, you're still thinking about it because it negatively affected you. Dude, that's actually, I have a theory. So, like, a lot of, like, parasocial relationships, we just assume that it's a positive relationship. I think it can also be negative. When someone hate watches you, you have a parasocial relationship with them. Yeah. Like, you check up, you hate their stuff, but you check up on them regularly. You comment on their stuff. Like, it's like you are, hating someone is, like, it's caring. You're caring in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, what's the opposite of hate is apathy. Yeah, it's indifference. Right. Just block me and move on with your life. Yeah. That is uh, ex- that is so weird. Yeah. I have people I do that for. I don't comment. Yeah. But I'm like, now what the fuck are they doing? You hate watch them? Yeah. Oh. I will never reveal the names, though. Yeah. So in turn, parasocial relationships can be strengthened by further parasocial interactions, sometime leading to parasocial attachment. Moreover, if the parasocial relationship ends, either because the media figure dies, oh shit, fingers crossed, <laughs> next year, um, yes. <laughs> the show or movie series they appear in ends, or the media user decides they no longer wish to engage with the media persona, the media user can go through a parasocial breakup. I wonder how cancellation affects that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right? Like, if, if you have been told you're no longer allowed to like that person yeah. because the internet has deemed them a bad person and you still like them. Yeah. How do you... That, like, cognitive dissonance. That is so great. I'm also thinking about, like, Jenna Marbles. So mm. the people... I understand liking Jenna Marbles and being sad when she left, but I didn't realize a lot of these people actually went through a breakup. Yes. That is crazy like, to me. Like, mourned her. Yeah. Like, she died. That is really wild. And it also tells me, like, how a lot of people deal with breakups. There are some people, like, a year and a half in where it's, like, their daily post, you know? It's, like, imagine you in a real relationship. Yeah. Daily reminder, I miss my ex. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You're insufferable. (laughs) You just have, like, an automatic tweet that's just, like, um, scheduled. Tweet decking. I miss your ex. (laughs) God, I fucking miss her. Every day at 3 (laughs) a.m. Oh boy, really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was a good Patrick. Mm-hmm, it was. Thank you so much. Research has found that people respond to the loss of a parasocial relationship in ways that are similar to the loss of a social relationship. Mm. For example, yeah, <laughs> just howling at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay, sorry. Um, for example, when the TV show Friends ended, those with the strongest parasocial relationships with one of the characters expressed the most distress. The Office, I guess, is another one like that. Mm-hmm. Where I- people still to this day are like, that was so Michael Scott of you. Yeah, you never use paper again. Right. <laughs> Quit your job. Boycotting yes. paper. <laughs> so why do we form parasocial relationships? Because we're mentally ill, mm-hmm. is the short answer. At first blush, it may seem strange that media users from parasocial relationships, despite their lack of reciprocity, but it's important to remember that humans are evolutionarily wired to make social connections. Media is a fairly recent development in human history and hasn't yet had an outsized impact on our evolution. Instead, the social characteristics we've evolved to ensure we form interpersonal relationships have been extended to media use. So, yeah, especially with the fucking pandemic, dude. Yeah. All we knew was the screen. Mm -hmm. So how the lasting effects of that? Yeah. I mean, like, it's I feel like parasocial relationships with like traditional celebrities versus real like social media, real celebrities, social media, (laughs) mojo. Um, The thing is, is like um, social media has given us like too much access to a person where like it actually probably strengthens the parasocial relationship. Um, You couldn't like comment on like a video, a movie mid video back in the day. You just had to watch it and write a letter like a crazy person. Brad Pitt, show me your penis. (laughs) Yes, you write that in green crayon and <laughs> send that to Brad Pitt's P.O. box <laughs> in your own urine that would be, yeah. how big is it and there's small medium large check the box yeah. and send it back you know it's big <laughs> yes. you're oh. getting arrested I just know it's pink <laughs> <laughs> send that to Brad Pitt in the 90s what's wrong with you you're on a list yes. dude you are a sexual harasser yes. you put your full address as a return address yep it's so strange to think that that you can just do that now. Yeah. Jack Harlow goes live and all of the comments are just sexual harassment cases. Yeah. But he's a man mm-hmm. and that's, you know, a whole different discussion. But it's like, what makes people think that's okay? Also, when you've established yourself as a funny person. Yeah. People want to make you laugh uh-huh. by being mean to you. Yeah. Tell me where that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm guilty of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of it when I was a teenager. I would go <clears throat> like Periscope, you now, that sort yeah. of stuff. The little chat feature. I would do that. I would like be mean to my favorite celebrity because I'm like, they're never going to see it. Also, we're friends. Yeah. And it's like I look back and I cringe out yeah. of my skin. If you don't look back every year and cringe at who you were the year before, you're not growing. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I look in the mirror and I cringe. I wake up every morning and I want to unzip my meat skin mm-hmm. and step out of it because it's so cringy. Well, like when you comment mean things in a playful way, we can't hear the tone and yeah. we also don't know who you are. So yeah. it's like very hard to like be like, ha ha. Like um, th- I said this like a couple of weeks ago, but like I don't like um, people like flirtedly like making fun of me now mm. like I know that like that's like a really like that's a common way to flirt it's like oh, in you're, person yeah you're, it's like you're stupid like whatever like you're or and I'm like I get it so much online people trying to joke and like do that that now I can't even I can't do that in real life yeah. someone's like you're so silly stop <laughs> I'm not silly at all are you serious I put my arms down <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean silly <laughs> 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 I fold at the waist. Yeah. <laughs> like a couple My knees I just fell to the floor in a Walmart. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very strange. And I also realized recently that I'm just an idiot and I don't understand tone indicators. Yeah. You know when people do like slash SRS and yeah. that means like serious. <laughs> it means they're stuck on an island. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <SRS. laughs> they choose to contact you by insulting you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you look bad. Slash SRS. <laughs> I'm stuck on an island. SRS. Yeah. Yeah. Tone Hope someone comes to you. Wait, wait, wait. What are the tone indicators? I know um, one of them is slash J, which I think means joking. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought S meant sarcastic. Oh. Uh, I think it means shit. Wait, there's slash <laughs> I'm on the toilet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Slash sit for my iPhone yes. on the toilet. Slash turd emoji. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tone of that. So slash J is joking. Slash J slash H J is half joking. Slash S is sarcastic. Slash G E N or G is genuine. That's actually I. I feel like this is helpful, like for a certain group of people. But um, there's no way this is going to be adopted by the whole internet and in fact i've seen the opposite happen where people are like you should kill yourself yeah. slash srs <laughs> yeah. Siri. and i'm like so people are using it to make fun of it yeah i um it's kind of like interesting so on twitter they added like context like you can add like context to a tweet so a comedian like tweeted like you know donald trump is dead <laughs> like and then like a bunch of other lists and then there was like this like notification from twitter beneath it that said Donald Trump is not actually dead for like context. And yeah, I was like, qualifiers. <laughs> yeah. But then you go to the comments and there's still people who are like, he's not dead. And it's like, there's literally a context bubble yeah. that says that he is not dead. Yeah. It's like, you're that stupid. Whatever. We're still working on making sure the American population is literate. Yeah. We got to raise another Hinkley before we tackle that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> working on that actively. <laughs> yes. um, sorry, guys. Um, in particular, humans tend to pay special attention to other humans humans faces and voices for centuries the only faces and voices we regularly encountered were those of the people in our daily lives because that's true village townspeople yeah and this is also goes back to like tinder and bumble and all that stuff like you see so many attractive people in one place mm -hmm. or like the internet where you assume that everyone should be like that and you deserve that right. and that's where men get all like crazy did you hiccup up a little bit yeah i did but i tried <laughs> to hold it in um Got too excited. <laughs> Men are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. And it's a weird thing, too, because the people that are really affected by that are women. Yeah. Or femme presenting people because men think that, like you said, they're entitled to tens. Yeah. Dime pieces. The average woman doesn't look like Madison Beer. Yeah. Get that out of your fucking head. <laughs> um, that changed starting in the early 20th century with the advent of radio and movies. And by the time television became widely available, the number of faces and voices one could become familiar with through media had grown exponentially. However, our brains never evolved to distinguish between people who we see and hear through media and those who we see and hear in our real lives. Therefore, we process and respond to those encounters in the same way, leading to parasocial phenomena in it, all of its forms. Oh, yeah. So our brain can't subconsciously like it can't realize that like you and I are not actually friends but if you're like I see Sarah therefore I am friends with Sarah mm. and I, was... I see all the ghosts in this room <laughs> yes. and I do see dead people ladies uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking gonna... ghoulish today <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom to change <laughs> if anyone would like to follow me <laughs> Ooh, I dropped my pen <laughs> yes. There's a pad halfway up my back. <laughs> Hopefully no one saw that. <laughs> Why is the sticky side on my skin? <laughs> you have to make a skin with applying a pad the wrong way. Yes. Does anyone know why it doesn't work? It's not sticking to my puss. Yes. Well, it's caught on all the hair. <laughs> but it didn't capture any blood. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Someone need to redesign the pad <laughs> yeah. for the modern woman. Yes. Because it just sticks on all my pubes. <laughs> yes. 
It's like the 50s down there. <laughs> the Bay of Pigs. Yes. All right. Um, yes. Yeah, so consequently, while psychological research has sometimes attempted to pathologize parasocial relationships, uh, m- most scholars now agree that engaging in parasocial connections is normal and something that a majority of media users do. Yeah. I- I'm glad they said majority because it's true. Mm-hmm. These days you can't follow a celebrity online without mm-hmm. like you're involved in their life. Yeah. If you're liking their pictures and the algorithms are constantly feeding you their pictures like it's the top of your feed. Yeah. You're a part of their daily life as much as they're a part of yours. Yeah. Um, it's forced on you almost. I feel like, you know, I never stood up in my bedroom as a teenager and was like, you know what? I'm going to act like I'm friends with Harry Styles or yeah. Zayn Malik or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just happens because you consume so much content. Mm-hmm. It was directioners got to the point still where it's like we know what hospital they were born in, what time they were born at, their mother's maiden name. No one needs to know that bullshit. Those are security questions. They are. Yeah. But we know that shit about the One Direction members because where does it end? Yeah. Where does it stop? And when does it become unsafe yeah. for the person? Mm. Very quickly is the answer. Yeah. Um, furthermore, most people are aware that their relationships with media figures are not real, even though this knowledge doesn't prevent them from reacting as if they were. You guys. But you yeah. know what? I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it very much. And the whole broski nation bit is mm-hmm. literally this mm-hmm. and i actively engage with people who comment on my videos because i think it's funny yeah the whole nurse she's out again got old really quick yeah right real yeah. old real quick but there are some funny there are certain fan bases that are just so fucking funny yeah and i have one and i'm very grateful for the people that follow me because when i do spam post i'll post 17 tiktoks in a 10 minute spans and then it's like I'm actively engaging with the people who comment first, which you have to be a fan to be there right as I post. And it's such an Internet thing. Like what else in the history of entertainment could you do that where an entertainer posts something or creates a piece of content and immediately people are like, yeah, it's so I can't describe. I try to describe it to my grandparents and Uh people who don't get and I'm just like, I can't. Yeah. And the feeling, the happiness that you get from people knowing who you are and knowing what you like and sending you stuff that you Mm -hmm. like and all that, you know, I'm, there's no words for it to be on both sides. So it's, Mm -hmm. I don't want it to all sound negative because it can be so much fucking fun. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's, I mean, I have, there have been like negative interactions with people who like pretend they know me way too much. Mm. Um, I did get like a PR, PO box thing one time, like when I was on Vine of this guy, like gave me like hundreds of dollars worth of gifts and he individually wrapped like eight separate things. And then with each thing, he wrote a letter of what this meant to him and why he's giving it to me. And I was like, this can, this is sweet, but this can only turn like dangerous, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but most people, yeah, it's just really nice that, like, someone, like, Legos. Like, people send me Legos. They're, yeah. like, they consider me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you had people send you stickers. Yeah. Um, That's so cute. A little piece of them to put on your thing. That's so sweet. Yeah. They peel it off their nightstand. Right. And then I apply it to my trunk. Lick the back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like a stamp. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to lick the stickers, Sarah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> your tongue is just gummy. I hate when I get a letter and people haven't licked it shut. They just taped it. I'm like, well, what am I going to do all night now? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs>
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So, um, impact on parasocial relationships. Research has shown that parasocial relationships can impact media users in a number of ways. In a recent review of the literature, Liebers and Schramm found that if an individual has a parasocial connection with a media persona, that persona can influence their political views and voting decisions, their purchasing behavior, attitudes about gender stereotypes, and their trust in various groups of people, such as scientists. (laughs) You and me on Instagram, like, don't believe the hype! (laughs) Dr. Fauci's an idiot! Our audience is largely unvaccinated. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um. (laughs) We're a very vulnerable population. Yeah, it'd be really easy to wipe us all out. This influence may be a positive or negative, depending on whether the parasocial relationship with the media figure is positive or negative. On a more optimistic note, parasocial connections can increase self-confidence, improve one's belief in their self-efficacy, and result in stronger feelings of belonging. And that is the side that I never hear about. Mm -hmm. When people, parasocial relationships, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this. Because what we hear at our shows is people being like, I, which this is a whole other discussion, but like, I love my body now because mm-hmm. of you. And, you know, I'm not afraid to be myself in public now because of you. And you make me feel more comfortable and all this. It's all incredible things. But it's this line of, you know, when did I sign up to be a role model? Yeah. I'm just doing me. Mm-hmm. And if that's positively affecting you, that's incredible. Yeah. And I'm so glad. But I don't want to take personal responsibility, personal, um, 
what's the word? Credit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take credit for your growth as a person. Yeah. Because you came to that conclusion on your own. You know, I'm just here. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm being like, you guys need to love yourself and don't do this. And are you, are you? Yeah. I'm, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been very solid in that mm-hmm. and outspoken. You were the first person to ever say that, actually, where I was like, that's so true. Where you were like, they would never do this to a male comedian. Yeah. Thank you for my body types represented. To Cody Co. Yeah. I'm doing that. <laughs> but every, we get caught. Every five foot two swimmer. Oh, is... I, love, I love you so much. <laughs> yes. yeah. You're so strong, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> You're so tall. <laughs> yeah. People place women into that category of being a body positive role model yeah and it's like if you feel great after watching my stuff that's all i can ask for but that's not my mission yeah that's true um well i mean yeah because you can't like women are there if you're socialized as a woman uh, you are your appearance you know like that's sort of literally people get mad if you don't look good like that's crazy like why are you not adhering to like any sort of standard so yeah it makes sense that we're socialized to you're socialized to take us in, not just our personality, but our body as well. But we'd like to put an end to that. Yeah. I'd like to have no body. I'd like to uh, zoom in only from the chin up. <laughs> yes, just a, Here on out. a mouth shell, moving mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a lip filler. Yes. <laughs> the train. Oh, my God. There's a train going by. Your ride. <laughs> I hop a train. <laughs> Uh, moreover, because fans often create online or in persona communities dedicated to spe- to spe- you got it, you got it, you got it. Specific performers, characters, and other media figures. Parasocial relationships can also be a catalyst for the formation of real life relationships with like minded others. Oh yeah, like fandoms, you know. Definitely, fandoms come together because everyone obsesses over the same person. Yep. <laughs> Trying to think about what my fans are called. Um, the shower shitters. Yeah. <laughs> you ever pooped in the shower? Um, I've definitely sharted in the shower. <laughs> I've more thrown up in the shower. I remember a couple times in college I was shitting and I was throwing up at the same time. Oh, that's awful. Mm-hmm, just expelling it from all ends. But w- that when you finally straighten up? Yeah. Oh, it's like Iron Man suiting up. Yes. It's like you're back to 100%. <laughs> Top of your stomach is pink because you've been <laughs> folded over so long. <laughs> Crumbs fall out. Yes. Yeah. You ever wiped your butt and you accidentally got poop on the back of your shirt? Yeah. <laughs> More like on my hand. No. Yes. I, I, when I should, I tuck my shirt up under my boobs <laughs> <laughs> to absorb all the sweat. When I wash my face, I take my shirt off. Because <laughs> I always have like a ring of makeup around my collar. So I just always take my shirt off. <laughs> Someone ring of a doorbell. <gasps> <laughs> Why are you naked? That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I do take off my pants to put on my night lotion, but that's pretty much <laughs> so, so what the fuck is night lotion? It's lotion that you apply before you go to bed. How is that different from day lotion? I just call it my night lotion. <laughs> it's my night lotion time. <laughs> yes. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I think is absolutely fucked up? And I don't think anyone does this in real life. When you see people in movies put lotion on in bed while they're sitting in bed. Yeah, it I'm doesn't like, happen. No, that's you have to get in the nooks and crannies and then it immediately hits the sheets. Yeah. It's like when I see people like apply makeup and they have like their bangs down. Oh, and, like, it drives me insane. I'm like, just pin them back for like a second. Yeah. You know? Or they wash their face with their hair down. Yeah. I'm like, there's no fucking way. It's literally not aesthetically as pleasing as you think no, it is. No, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Also, in uh, movies when they put lotion on, 
it's so quiet. Yeah. Lotions are loud. <laughs> the, my, my coarse hands on my coarse shoulder skin. Yes. The Foley artist should be like churning butter. Yeah. It is. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I make that sound effect around my, a lot of my friends and they hate me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's putting lotion on. It's like flint on a <laughs> <laughs> and it sparks something. Wait, uh, so I'm in like a sketch writing class right now, and there was one um, sketch that we all watched where it's like the Foley artist was just cracking um, celery for everything. <laughs> for, like things that didn't make sense to like crack it. <laughs> it's funny. Your applying lotion is just cracking. <laughs> <laughs> that big thunder sheet thing yes. for everything. That's funny. Um, so does social media change social media relationships? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to read it, though? To date, the majority of studies on parasocial phenomena have focused on film and TV, while new media has been the focus of less than one-fifth of the investigations. Y'all got some catching up to do. Mm-hmm. These scientists, what have we been telling y'all? Don't believe scientists. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> we have always said that. I've always denied science. <laughs> <laughs> and I will continue to do so. It took me 10 years to pass high school. <laughs> Seven years senior? Yes. Nonetheless, new media, and especially social media, has surely changed the nature of parasocial relationships. Of particular interest is whether the ability to directly communicate and possibly be contacted by a media figure online might make parasocial relationships more social. Yeah. For example, if a fan exchanges direct messages with their favorite actor via Twitter, the relationship takes on a social dimension. And I will mm-hmm. personally attest to that. When I was a teenager, I messaged one of my favorite musicians at the time. His name was Travis Garland. And I would DM him every day. I'd be like, I love you so much in the view. Like, Trav, mm-hmm. what about this? What about that? Calling him Trav. Like, we were yeah. friends. He was a 24-year-old male, by the way. I was like 14. Yeah. And I loved him so much. And he would do this thing that celebrities used to do like 10 years ago where they would just spam follow people. Yeah. Um, and it'd be like, you know, like this tweet and I'll follow you. Yeah. As a way to show that they love their fans. I was like, me, 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 me. He followed me. Yeah. And then he responded to one of my DMs. And I was like, I remember I was like, oh, my God, he wants me. Yeah. Well, not that. But, you know, it's like this yeah. has completely changed mm-hmm. this dynamic. And I think about that and how different it is because... My fans are majority women, mm-hmm. and when I talk to them, that's like girlies. You know, like we're we're yeah. girling, we're fangirling. But that me and like Travis Garland was different, and it was never predatory. Yeah. It was never weird. It was just like, oh my god, I have direct access to him now. Yeah, and I abused that. Yeah, you know, I messaged him every single day. I went to LA with my family, and I was like, I'm in LA. We should meet up. I'm 14, by the way. Yeah, but in my, you know, you're so much older in your brain yeah. as a high schooler. And it was just strange. Mm-hmm. When that channel is opened up, yeah. oh my God, you don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get, like, I go through my message requests and I see just some of the most unhinged shit. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. And I respond to the funny ones. Yeah. That is true. So as a result, Stever, the researcher, has proposed that parasocial and social relationships should be seen as operating along a continuum. On the social end of the spectrum are the people we regularly interact with in our daily lives. And on the parasocial end of the spectrum are media persona we have no access to. In between those two extremes are relationships with celebrities that one has the potential to interact with either in real life or online. This can take the form of meeting a pop star after their concert, 
running into an actor while out shopping in Hollywood. But the rise of social media has increased the likelihood that fans can gain access to their favorite celebrities online. Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot of nothing. We, yeah. Yeah, we agree. But I also feel like sometimes, like, when a celebrity goes online, it kind of ruins them a little bit. Because mm-hmm. they start to have, like, opinions and then it, like, kind of, like, shatters the facade that you've created for them right. in your brain. Right. The mystery's gone. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about this with my manager the other day because I was, like... He recently became a Harry Styles stan. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I've been in this game for 12 years. And I was like, we've been blessed with Harry content this year. We've had two movie premieres. He's mm-hmm. been on tour. We get to see tour footage. Um, we had a new album, all yeah. the interviews for the new album, like, spam, all this Harry stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's going to disappear next year. Yeah. And it's going to be weird because of that. Yeah. When we hear from Harry Styles, it's in a very controlled environment. Yeah. His team approves everything. You know, it's through what he does. It's not like Harry's coming on Twitter every day and being like, just shat blood. And yeah. I am actually in the hospital. Yeah. And I love you guys. Yeah. You know, that's something I would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an incredibly different relationship because people can't project on you at that point. Mm-hmm. They can't. Harry lets people fill in the gaps yeah. of what they want him to be, what they want his preferences to be, mm-hmm. what music he listens to, all this shit. Versus if he were to be posting that every day, it's shattered. Yeah. The illusion is shattered. So mm-hmm. all the Harry fans out there, next year is going to be rough. I'm mm-hmm. warning you. So then maybe celebrities aren't so great and the real person who is great is you. And I would agree. Yeah. It was the friends we made along the journey all mm-hmm. along. It was the carpet that we ate along the way. Yeah. It was all the porn bots. Mm-hmm. It was the ghosts in the room. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. Mom. Don't follow us home, Mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please leave. Yes. Okay. Um, parasocial relationships are completely normal and can even have a positive impact on a person's well-being. Yeah. Um, however, parasocial relationships are uh, are best a supplement or an addition to someone's social relationships and social needs. While it's okay to have parasocial relationships, they shouldn't replace real-life, in-person relationships and interactions. So when you go outside to touch grass, talk to someone who's also on the ground. Yeah. The neighborhood kids. Yes. Speak to the neighborhood kids. Play with them. You are like 27. Like, yeah. Befriend them. Yeah. <laughs> you guys playing? Can I play with you? Yes. On June 1st, 2013, Stever and Lawson, the researchers, published a study specifically looking into parasocial relationships b- between Twitter celebrities and their followers, finding that the direct connection that Twitter gives followers to aspects of the celebrities' private lives foster parasocial relationships. Duh. A 2016 study by Celie O'Neill Hart and Howard Blumenstein found that 40%, 40% of millennial YouTube users believed their favorite creators understood them better than their friends. Tyler Oakley gets me. Dude, can you imagine? Have, do you think anyone's ever used us as like an emergency contact? <laughs> <laughs> A guarantor on their yes. apartment? It's my Twitter handle for like the phone number place. <laughs> That is an insane statistic. Yeah, 40% uh, believe that a YouTuber understands them better. Well, I mean, like, the people who get famous are highly likable. And so, like, you know, you're, like, this likable, agreeable person. Like, I feel like you get me they better. They would love me. Yeah, yeah. The reason why your friend isn't famous is because they're not highly likable. So maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're exhausting to be around. Yes. You're very, everyone says it. Hey, yeah. we're all in a group chat without you in it. Yes. We're saying, we're talking about how difficult you are to be around. Yes. The Um. terms parasocial and parasocial relationships became increasingly popularized online, including in memes, around 2019, largely in reference to the relationships between Twitch streamers, content creators, and podcast hosts and their viewers. 
We love you guys. <laughs> Wait. Loving you guys. We're in your kitchen. It says, um, the like I'm gonna talk about an early meme. It says, Do you think the aggressively one sided parasocial um simulacrum of friendship I get from listening to podcasts is enough to convince my insurance company that a come town Patreon membership is covered under psychiatric medication? <laughs> and it's a meme of Mario dressed as a doctor. Yeah. It's crazy that you're like your comfort creator is come town. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, your comfort creators is us. We're we're what's after come town. Yeah. Clean up town. <laughs> yes. All it takes is one fart from us and you guys are like, "Damn, I feel better." <laughs> it's true. That's actually kind of crazy. It's really cute. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's like, again, it's like being with like a partner or like a friend. Yeah. You know, they could just fart in your presence. You're like, "God damn, I love you." Yeah. Yeah. And it's always positive. Mm-hmm. Which, in what other circumstance in your life can you, without fail, go to for positivity? Mm-hmm. You know, like, if you're reliant upon a friend to make you happy, first of all, you're toxic. Yeah. Second of all, that's not how humans work. Mm-hmm. We have managed to commodify, like, humor and joy and, you know, serotonin mm-hmm. into an hour-long episode. And I have that that I reference. You know, mm-hmm. that's Tiny Me Gang for a lot of people. That's a lot of YouTubers and that is such a strange thing that it's like what the doctor ordered. Mm-hmm. I need to feel happy. I'm going to watch this content that's happy. Yeah. It's very strange. But it is free therapy. It is free therapy. I stand by that. It's therapy where you don't get any better. <laughs> um, and just kind of like maintain. <laughs> it's therapy that keeps you on the edge. Yeah. 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 It's basically just like taking like an antidepressant. Um Therapy but you actually got to talk to someone else. You actually got to talk to someone. It's therapy that makes you feel better, but uh, you're worse overall. Yeah. It's a therapy appointment where you just hold someone's hand for an hour. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't actually talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. With a, a diaper full of shit. <laughs> yes. And they don't judge you for it. Yeah. <laughs> On July 2nd, 2020, YouTuber Glink posted a video titled, that sounds like a word you shouldn't be able to say. Yeah. Glink. Yeah. Posted a video titled The Parasocial Problem with Live Streaming, where he discussed the parasocial relationships that Twitch streamers garner with some of their viewers. In the video, he interviewed several streamers about the topic. On December 25th, 2020, YouTuber Jay Schlatt posted a video where he discussed the parasocial relationships between him and his fans, garnering over a million views in two years. In the video, he told viewers it should be clear that he doesn't want them to know everything about him and said, I'm sorry, I don't love you, comparing his content to a TV show. That's tea. Yeah. Only a man could do that, by the way. Yeah. If a woman came out and was like, I don't love you guys. I don't know you guys. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Um, on December 26th, a Sith... On December 27th, YouTuber Patrick Atala posted a video titled, I'm not your friend, calling out viewers with parasocial relationships towards him. That's so harsh. Imagine, you actually do. If you put out that video, I am not your friend. Yeah, why ruin that for people? Yeah, I was like, I'm a, you know, I'm, but I'm also, it was like 2017 where like they probably didn't know or like. This is 2020. Oh shit, it doesn't say the date after it. Up top. Oh, um, that is kind of, well, I mean, they, I don't know. I get the like, Needing a boundary so bad that you're going to be rude. Yeah. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way to do it. I mean, when Jenna and Julian would talk about people showing up to their homes. Yeah. Parents driving their kids to Jenna Marble's house. Yeah. Dropping them off, going up to the front door and being like, can my son get a picture? Yeah. What the fuck is your problem? Yeah. That is when 
you need to, and they addressed it, you know, but they did it in a way that's like, I can't believe we're having to say this, but guys, please don't come to our house. Yeah. This is our private residence. Mm -hmm. Like, we live alone with our dogs. We're just, this is our house. Yeah. I wouldn't come to your house. I don't know you. You know, it's like the fact that you have to say that and remind people is upsetting, but there's a way to do it that isn't such a fuck you. Yeah. Because these people at the end of the day just love you so much. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can't be upset at that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, if I were, if someone were to show up, I'd, they'd I'd be like, uh, put out a video, don't show up, but then privately at the house, I'd probably have like a paintball gun and just like, yeah. see you in the bushes. Yeah. Yeah. An automated paintball gun. <laughs> yes. It's like mounted. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. The mailman gets hit. You had a package. It's my Postmates. Captured on ring camera. Sorry. <laughs> happens um yeah so on the same day twitch streamer ludwig also posted a video titled i'm not your yeah um i'm not your friend where he reacted to atala's video and expanded on it garnering over 1.1 million views in two years in his video ludwig said parasocial relationships are worse on twitch than on youtube because viewers can interact with streamers to a further degree mm. yeah um, throughout 2021, discussions about parasocial relationships in regard to content creators increased. And in September, the discussion about parasocial relationships increased after Olivia Munn and John Mulaney announced they were having a baby. Dude, this was an insane fucking day on the internet. I, everything I know about John Mulaney, I know against my against will. Against our will, yep. The man is funny, but the way that people latch onto him is just, I can't understand. Yes, I understand he's a comedian, but have you considered he's my baby girl? Yes. (laughs) A lot of the comments. Some fans of the celebrities were critical of the news, inspiring accusations that they were acting parasocially. Oh, yeah, that's... um, the thing is, if you make your... If your entire career, though, is about talking about your wife... And how much you love your mm. wife. And then you just kind of end things with your wife. People, I feel like, should get, like, some sort of explanation, you mm. know? Like, we're, we're no longer together. When they push, when they take it a step further, like, like uh, speculating, then that's when it gets, like, really invasive. Yeah. But it was crazy because everyone acted like they knew him personally. Uh, everyone was like, oh, my God, my parents, my parents. You're 30. I know. It's very, very odd. I actually like separately. That's one of the comments I really don't like. Um, when someone when I talk about my parents being homophobic, I don't like the comments that's like I'm your mom now or I'm your dad now because it's like I don't know what that means. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't really need another one, but um, I'm not gonna comment back. Fuck you. You're not my mom. Right. I just it's just like such a strange thing to comment. You know? There is a community that does need that though. Yeah. I see it a lot with. On TikTok, people will go live or they'll make videos and it's an older, speaking from personal experience, like what's on my for you page. Yeah. It's an older queer person or an older gay man Mm -hmm. and they'll go live and they'll be like, ask me any questions. Yeah. I didn't come out until I was 45. Ask me any questions. I'm here to help. I'm here to be that resource that I never had. Mm -hmm. You know, it's things like that where some people really, really need that. Yeah. Especially in a space where you can be anonymous yeah with quotation marks where you know it's just your username in a live chat yeah live stream and you can go in and you can ask and maybe get some help that is a beautiful thing mm-hmm. but that person is opening themselves up to that you yeah. know it's different when it's commented under your video yeah of on a funny video you made about your family mm-hmm. you know it's not two different worlds yeah I definitely, yeah, I understand, like, um, if some older woman is like, I'm your mama now, and that's her entire, like, thing on 
you know, TikTok. That yeah. makes sense to call her mother. Right. But I'm like, I'm just, I'm just bitching, you know, like, and yeah. if I have a negative perception of family as it is, I don't think you'd want to be in that category of yeah. family. Yeah. You don't want to be up and around this. Yeah. Like if I'm like, I hate people named Steve and then someone's like, I'm your Steve now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, I, that's, you, Steve. that's actually not a position you want to be in. <laughs> <laughs> okay so there is enabling mm-hmm. which is a whole other topic but some content creators have been accused of enabling and encouraging parasocial relationships in order to foster more loyal fan bases to the point where it could be detrimental first and foremost logan paul comes to mind yeah. low gang uh-huh. so like be a maverick do, yeah. do this do that it was all based around him yeah. and his branding and while it is Sure, there's a positive message behind it. Even like a mythical morning, be your mythical best. Yeah. It's a message of go out into the world and do good. Be the best version of yourself. But it's centered around a social media personality. Yeah. And that immediately kind of changes the dynamic of it. Mm-hmm. But that's weird. Mm-hmm. Low gang was so weird. Yeah. Jake Pauler's weird. High sisters, weird. Yeah. For example, creator Belle Delphine was accused of enabling parasocial relationships by selling her bathwater in mid-2019. Is that a parasocial relationship or just making money off the fact that people are creeps? I don't think that... I literally think that she was just hot. I don't think that these people believed that this is my girlfriend's bathwater. I think they were just creeps who bought bathwater from a hot person. Sure. Yeah. Even then, what the fuck? I know. (laughs) Why does no one buy my bath water? Granted, I only have a shower. Yeah. So I have to put like a couple of bowls down. If it weren't so murky, maybe they would. <laughs> so the water is completely black when they get it. <laughs> what is it? Oh my God. <laughs> is this from a swamp? You ink when you get in the bath water. <laughs> Streamer Amor- Amaranth was similarly accused of this when she sold her farts in a jar <laughs> in early 2022. And then Stanley said, like, come on. No, don't sell your farts online. It's encouraging parasocial relationships. Stop. I literally, <laughs> I don't think anyone's buying farts and bathwater because they think, yeah, I think they're just hot people who do this. So you're just like uh, jacking off to hot people doing yeah. weird shit. Yeah. And if it's not that, then mm-hmm. we sincerely missed out on a yeah. good market opportunity. I know. We got so much bathwater and farts. Yeah. <laughs> The merch jar of just like our face, <laughs> and then like inside is a jar of farts. Part, a little bit of water. <laughs> a little something brown sprayed on the side. <laughs> what is that? They literally farted into this jar. <laughs> it's like an eco terrarium. Yes. Oh, there's something growing in there. Oh, <laughs> but oh my God, you know, like on TikTok, there's like packaging ASMR. <laughs> there's like videos of us like packaging them. This is for Jessica. <laughs> Shake it like yes. a fucking smoothie. When they Gross. open it, it's like explodes like it's carbonated. <laughs> carbonated bath water. <laughs> oh Our bath water doesn't freeze like alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> There's enough carbon monoxide in that jar to kill a baby. <laughs> You can huff our bathwater. <laughs> Yo, God. <laughs> Holy shit. <sighs> mm-hmm. So calling back to the research before 
it's a bit difficult to establish the idea of parasocial relationships to be an inherently negative thing. It becomes a larger conversation on human interaction, the entertainment industry, social media, and individuals' personal responsibility, discipline, and self-awareness. That's a big one. Yeah. The self-awareness to realize I'm falling into a toxic behavior or I'm a little too attached to this person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then you don't want to stop. You know, I'm not going to – I've never – I'm self-aware enough to be like I have an obsession Mm -hmm. with Maddie Healy. Yeah. But I'm not going to stop. Yeah. But I don't think it's – I I feel that I'm self-aware enough to be like this isn't harassment. Yeah. It isn't – it hasn't crossed a line. It's just I'm such a fan. Yeah. And I don't ever want to, you know – it's this understanding that he will never see it. Yeah. But we know that that's not true. Yeah. Because I forget I have a check mark sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't, you know, it's just weird. I want to still be a fan of the things I like. Yeah. I understand that. You just have to, like, aware, be aware of when you go too far. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, and the, I, I think the general rule is, like, don't show up to their house or where they are. You can pretty much do is, or say anything from a distance as long as it's not, like, threatening. Yeah. Know? As long as it's whispered. Yeah. Through, on the wind. <laughs> a lowercase. I want you sleeping with me. I'm going to touch your penis. I'm outside your house. Yes. <laughs> no caps, no periods. Just, I'm outside your house. It was like the most ominous message you could get. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's like how um, those like emails where like someone sends it way too soon. And so it's like, Jessica, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but they meant to say, I'm afraid I can't make it into work today. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> like, are you all, where are you? <laughs> Do you need help? Like, and then you don't show up to work. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, she's missing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, I think we did. All in all to say that we're very, very grateful to get to do what we do. But when it turns into swatting, Mm -hmm. which is, by the way, if you didn't know, oh, my God, I heard Drew Phillips tell a story recently about this where he was at his house in Texas with his sister. This was like years ago. And Mm -hmm. they were live on You Now. Yeah. And... Someone kept ordering pizzas to their house. Yeah. Like it started with one and they were like, oh, we didn't order a pizza, but, you know, we'll, we'll pay for it. Yeah. Like if you don't, if the address is wrong, you know, whatever. And then another one showed up. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no way. Coincidence. Mm-hmm. Pay for it again. Like seven more pizzas showed up mm-hmm. and they were still live. So people were watching this happen and they were like, we don't have money to pay for these pizzas. Yeah. And also someone has our address. Yeah. So that happened. And then they had to say something like, guys, fucking stop. Yeah. And then it happened separately. Someone called the police, the fire department, and an ambulance to their house. And it was like, someone in there has a bomb. Someone's trying to kill himself. Someone, like, the health and you need a health yeah. and wellness check. Da, da, da. And Drew answered the door and was like, we're literally fine. Yeah. And then that was when he realized, oh, my God, people have our address. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like that's not talked about mm-hmm. enough because it only happens it's the weirdies. It's yeah. the fucking weirdos that yeah. do that to a creator. A true fan would not do that to a creator. Yeah. It's just scare the living shit out of them. Mm-hmm. But also, why? Why? Yeah. What would possess someone to do that? Is just, it funny? Yeah, probably. Just like scare someone and just be a dick. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Even I'm not the I am not a James Charles fan, but mm-hmm. I think that happened to him I'll and be, that's not okay. Yeah, I'd never order that many pieces to his house. <laughs> I stopped after three. I know about portion control. 
Um, no, yeah, I would never do that. Like, that's what bugged me. Like, people on TikTok, like, were showing up to James Charles' house, and I commented, guys, this is really fucked up. And they're like, do you like him? He said all this problematic stuff. Oh, I'm like, my God. He, just because uh, someone can be problematic, but that also you should threaten their safety. Yeah. You know, just block them, try to de-platform them, but don't, like, you know, show up to their house and physically threaten them. Right. Yeah. Especially, like, as a gay person. Yeah. That's, when, do, when does it turn into a hate crime sort yeah. of thing? Yeah, Just yeah. scary. When I show up. Yeah. When I show up with my BB gun. <laughs> that's when it's a hate crime. <laughs> Have you ever been shot with a BB gun? I haven't. Mm-hmm. But I've been shot with a uh, a rifle. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, What's it called? Um, where it's glow in the dark and you're like in a whatever. Darts. <laughs> Crossbow. No, it's Spear. it's like air airsoft gun. Laser or tag. Laser tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I wasn't actually hit, but mm-hmm. you wear that thing on your chest, and it's like, Grr! yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I lost immediately. I was the first one to die. <laughs> so, yes. so if I ever get drafted, this country's going down. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Count your days. Yes. If I ever get drafted, I'm shooting myself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as I get to Paris Island. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, on that note. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Yeah, this has been Violating Violating Community Community Guidelines. Guidelines. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us five stars. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, your grandma's podcast, your grandpa's podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, despite everything we just said, we do love and appreciate you. Yeah. So. All right. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.